the Parsis of India, Pandemic, female freedom fighters you've never heard of. Who are the Sindhis of India? The exciting world of neuro-linguistic programming. Hi, welcome to WAC, a podcast hosted by me, Freesia. And on this podcast, no topic is off bounds. In each episode, we will unpack a different subject, from history to sex education, politics to how-to tips. Come join the tribe. I come from a family of Freemasons. My grandfather was a Freemason and my granduncle is one even today. So you would think that I have this very clear and informed idea of who they are and what they do. But the truth is I know nothing. Why? Because in this secret society, no one is supposed to talk about the intricacies of Freemasonry. Today I have all my grandfather's certificates and medals and that's it. And so I decided that I would go down this road and find out what happens behind closed doors in India's biggest secret society. As I started my research, of course, the first person I did approach was my granduncle. He's 90 plus and he expressed that he would not be comfortable to talk to me, but would be happy to suggest a fellow brother. Yeah, that's what Freemasons call each other. So a lot of what I'm going to say is a mix of my own research as well as a Zoom call that I did with one of the most senior and respected Freemasons in India, Mr. Dilip Odeshi. The origins of Freemasonry are arguable, but organized Freemasonry as it stands today began in 1717 with the founding of the Grand Lodge. However, Freemason societies have existed much earlier with records dating back to the early 1500s. Today India has close to 25,000 active Freemasons and the Grand Lodge of India that was constituted in 1961. Although because of the British Freemasonry was already being practiced in the 1730s officers of the East India Company were holding meetings in Fort William in Lodge 72 Today the GLI has close to 500 lodges and India has had famous personalities who were Freemasons It's a long list of past presidents businessmen judges maharajas and actors so here's just a few names to give you an idea India's first president Rajendra Prasad, India's first vice president S Radhakrishnan, Sir Firosha Mehta, Ashok Kumar, Vivekananda, Motilal Nehru, the father of Jawaharlal Nehru, Sri Jamshed ji 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 boy and C Raja Gopalachari. So why did they all become Freemasons and what exactly do they do? Shrouded in so much mystery Today some of the things that they are known for is their secret handshakes, double meaning symbols and rituals which only take place behind closed doors as well as taking care of each other. Now I gave my word to Mr. Udeshi that the episode that features him would not talk about anything that would make him uncomfortable and an oath to a mason is sacred. So there will be two parts on this subject. one where we talk about freemasonry and what it stands for its history and where it is today in india and in part 2 we will delve into all the conspiracies behind it freemasonry believes that they make good men better better fathers better husbands better brothers and better sons and that freemasonry is a character building process it makes one useful to society improving his moral as well as spiritual outlook and broadening his mental horizons All of this is done through the three mottos of brotherly love where one takes care of each other 
truth that there is only one God and relief which basically stands for charity work. So what exactly do they do? We know that they do conduct certain rituals that are held behind closed doors which are symbolic and help the practitioner understand higher concepts through repeated practice. They also have a black book which is one of their closely guarded secrets. And this book has an explanation on the rituals and how to conduct them. The level of secrecy is so much that even in that book, some words have been blurred out or left blank so that the book, if it ever falls in wrong hands, the person cannot understand them. These missing words are only passed on verbally to Masons who have achieved a certain level in their hierarchy. And thirdly, the Masons do a lot of charity work that even in this, there is a certain secrecy that is maintained. And they believe that the right hand does not need to know what the left hand is doing. One of the biggest reasons that everything that the Freemasons do is full of mystery is because each brother, when he gets initiated, takes an oath that they will not disclose what happens inside. And if they do, they will be debarred from masonry. Another very intriguing part is the use of symbols in Freemasonry. Freemasonry is a system of morality, veiled in allegory and illustrated by symbols. There are 32 symbols in Freemasonry and they are used to symbolize and teach what Freemasonry stands for. But I will get into only the ones that have raised the most eyebrows or the ones that are used the most. The All-Seeing Eye, also known as the Eye of Providence or the Masonic Eye. In Freemasonry, the All-Seeing Eye is a symbol that is used to remind members that God is observing all deeds, actions and human thoughts. Now this is where one of the links with the Illuminati comes in. But we will get into this only in the second episode. Inside the name Freemasons is the word Mason. In ancient times, Freemasons were architects who understood geometric principles better than any other man. The Freemasons made a connection between spirituality and geometry. And even though they went way past their architectural design in their studies, till today, they give homage to their roots. On the surface, this is an explanation that they offer. The square and the compass joined together have become their most definable symbol. The square symbolizes morality, and we've all heard the term to deal with someone squarely, which refers to treating a person the way that they want to be treated. In fact, in India, there are buildings that bear the square and the compass, and the plan of the creation of the New Delhi capital has masonry embedded in it. It was planned using two specific geometric shapes, the triangle and the hexagram. This is according to Ashwin Sanghi, the author of Rosabal Line and other books. The inspiration for Connaught Place was the Royal Crescent Building and the Circle. And both are celestial shapes which signify the moon and the sun. Masonic symbols signifying feminine as well as masculine energy. And if you think that's a coincidence, the architect who designed this, Robert Russell, was also a renowned Mason. It is said that even Jantar Mantar has Masonic elements. Even Rashtrapati Bhavan has telltale signs of Masonic design as many British kings were Freemasons. 
Now we will get into more detail of this in the second part. But for now, here are examples of different capitals around the world having similar structures known as the obelisk, like the Washington Monument in the US and the obelisk at St. Peter's Square in Vatican City, something which the Masons are very fond of. Now, as this works as a flagpole, only the trained eye would be able to detect this. The letter G is another very prominent symbol, and its meaning differs from one jurisdiction to another. Some say it refers to God, others say to geometry, the study of the order of numbers in mathematics and science in general, while some lodges believe that it stands for Gnostic, the study of spiritual mysteries, which is a very central part of the craft. One thing that all Freemasons will tell you that this is a society, not a religion. Although believing in a higher spiritual being is required to become a Freemason, atheists are not allowed to join. When it comes to their rituals, it is very, very elaborate with passwords, secret knocks, ceremonies, songs, prayers, and everything is very meticulously detailed out in the book from which direction one sits, to what one says, wears, and even carries. But if you look on Google, they claim that these rituals, they're not religious. This denial is a point of contention for conspiracy theorists. Because if a Panditji comes and does a havan and says certain mantras in a certain order, while using water, fire, fruit, flowers, and thread in front of an altar, he cannot say that this is just Hinduism being a way of life because these are religious aspects of Hinduism. So when the Freemasons say that there's nothing religious about it and have a reputation for keeping secrets, you're forgiven if you go, hmm. By the way, in India, all our religious books are laid out on an altar for each ceremony that does take place in the Grand Lodge of India. So how can one become a Freemason? Well, you cannot just become one. You have to know a Freemason and they have to deem you worthy. Once a Freemason asks if you want to join, and only if you show interest, because they will never force you, the Lodge then starts an investigation and then they see if they want you. In India, the Freemasons have done a lot of charity work and this is primarily what they do discuss in their meetings. Of the charity work that they have done, here is some that has come out in the open, like them taking the initiative to light up 50 villages across India, or constructing 74 homes in the tsunami-affected areas of Kanyakumari. They've also organized classrooms for children in prisons, and they've also helped a lot with disaster victims. Masons claim that their meetings are mostly about discussing this kind of charitable acts. But it was only as recent as 1992 that the first meeting was ever recorded in the world. And if you want, you can then take it at face value. Today, so many Freemasons feel that the sparkle is lost. Other than the meetings, the eating, what more is there to do here? If you do go onto YouTube and you see some of the comments that do exist on videos on Freemasonry, you will see that there are many Freemasons themselves going over there and commenting and saying that they share exactly the same sentiment. Even within the fraternity of Masons, it is believed that the lower levels have no clue what the higher level Masons are up to. 
I have linked an image as well as some reading material in the description below where you could take a look and see at the number of levels that do exist within Freemasonry. Conspiracy theorists say that Freemasonry is a cult with links to the Illuminati, a global network that has their hand in everything from the design of the US dollar bill to the French Revolution. And I will be delving into this and much more in part two. So do make sure that you do tune in because we will be finding out what exactly is it that the Freemasons and other secret societies are hiding. My name is Freesia. This is WAC. I'll catch you again very, very soon. If you would like to see the video version of this podcast, you can always go and check it out in the description below. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.